Yes, 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 this is the Bumcast. I am your host, HBIC, the head bum in charge, along with Baloney, the Southside Bum, Dougie Freshness. We are back after two weeks, gents, and I am in the bum cave tonight. I know. What's happening? You got kicked out? You in the doghouse? Tell the truth. No, no. So uh, I was set up. I actually, I'll give like my, an early bum of the week. I was, um, I I set up down here to record TMZ appearances. And for the second time in a span of three days, I got booted from the segment. So I was like, I'm not even going to bring the stuff back up. Um, I'm like, I'm just going to record down here tonight. But um, when, I, when Sarah's working, I don't want to be at my laptop doing the TMZ thing. So I usually <laughs> come down here, you know, and I was going to – I had the perfect segment too, man. I was going to talk about uh, Taylor Swift – and Travis Kelsey not leaving the game together yesterday, and I had oh. my whole hot, I had my whole hot take set. How this is what this is how you know they're in a relationship because that's the equivalent of him sleeping on the couch. He didn't get a touchdown. He didn't get. A, they played like shit the entire game. She had all her friends there: Blake, Hugh, you know, um, Ryan, yeah, yeah, um, Sophie. She got all her friends to come. Hey, come look at my new boyfriend. Like he's a really good football player, and yeah, they uh, they cut my segment. Man, I had the perfect the perfect hot take. But uh, Travis Kelsey sleeping on the couch because he did not score a touchdown, and Mahomes played like shit. So um, that's what happens all- when. Uh, no, that's what happens. Yeah, she- like you don't get that touchdown, you don't get no nookie, man. She's all about the numbers. She's all about breaking records. She can't go on. Like, that's like her, you know, I'm actually, I was going to say, like, Dayton Cole Komet, but actually Cole Komet had a good game today, this, this last week. <laughs> if, um, yeah, if, no. If he, if put, up, if he put up Cole Komet numbers yesterday, he might have got to go home with Sophie. She's single now, man. That might have been, you know, that might have turned into an epic night for Kelsey, but uh, Mahomes, Mahomes screwed him over, man. God so, damn it. We we didn't go three minutes without talking Taylor Swift. We're just like everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. That's where we've always been Taylor Swift. Like, we have been. Bro, we've been OG Taylor Swift. We are Swifties, yeah. Dougie, Dougie is going to have a lot to say about that later in the show, right, Dougie? Yeah, yeah. 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 So I got my little... whole theory on this whole shebang. Yep. All right. Yeah. This, so this might be the last we see it, Dougie. My, my segment got cut. Um, they're going to try to bring me back on Friday, but maybe. Hopefully, I don't get cut for the third time in a row. Um, it sucks when you sit there and you wait and you wait, and then they tell you that your segment got cut. So I'm going to appeal behind the curtain because the first time we did it, it was like an all-day thing for like a 30-second spot. Is it still? Yeah. Are you still waiting like all day? Yeah, they um, – they You, you got to get some seniority of, in there or something. Right. Man. They send you the list of topics, and then – after they after they after you tell them what topics you want, they do a test call at like ten thirty, and then they let you like then they'll tell you like an hour hour and a half. They'll tell you what your topic is and what time you're coming on. So then like eleven thirty twelve o'clock, I'll find out what time. Then I gotta wait like another like forty five minutes or so to, you know, get back on, do my thirty second spin, and then they cut me. So. Tough scene, man. You and Harvey Levin, uh, you guys are. I know, man. Out, I'm, I guess. Go, I'm gonna the bum of the week I'm for early bum of the week for making me waste my day for two day, two Get days him. in a row. Get him. All right, guys, we're back. Uh, what are we drinking, Johnny? You are. I saw you had a little brown juice in there. Yeah, you got there, buddy. switched it up a little bombs. bit. Drinking some uh, Eagle Wear today. So, all right, it's a good choice. It's a good choice, Johnny. Yeah. 
Dougie's back oh, on the dude. wagon. We should have started with Dougie. Dougie, Dougie you're, oh, yeah. I was busting him for last, but <laughs> Dougie, that. congratulations. Welcome back to the drinking to the drinking world. You had a nice little pint there. It looked like a little maple wood. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, a uh, little phase three geo. Ah. And then uh, I also uh, got myself a little Redwood Empire. So we're fully back. Fully back, yeah. Peter. You're drinking tonight. You you saw um, at the beginning of the show. I was flashing the bottle, flashing the sticker. I'm all about the Nulu right now. Uh, you could get it at CD Discount Liquors in Bolingbrook. We could get oh, uh, Green, Green Valley, Green Valley Wine and Spirits. Yeah, that's the new new. That's the that's the new stuff. New pick, new liquor store rebrand. Um, same guys, same good guys over there. So yeah, hit them up. Uh, a bunch of people tried out the Nulu. That's our second bottle. That's our, that was our second sample bottle from the tailgate. We went through one and a half bottles of that baby and nothing but good things. And I'm not just saying that to suck our own dick, but it's a really damn good bottle of whiskey. Yes, 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 it is. Um, so let's talk a little whiskey at Comiskey, guys. Um, actually, I am not drinking tonight. I am uh, I'm going sober for the next couple of days here because it's been a, it's been a long it's been a rough bender of a That's weekend. Fair. That's fair. That's fair. So uh, no alcohol for me tonight. But um, OK, so whiskey at Comiskey, we want to thank everyone who came out to support us on Saturday with the 108 guys. Thank you to, to you know, Beef, Cherizi, MSS for um, hooking it up with sponsor Lawrence's fish and shrimp. Thank you to CD for providing the bottles, uh, the, the bourbon bum bottles. But um, it was, it, it, we had like a big crowd at the beginning of the season for the opening tailgate. And then we all had to go out with a bang to give a big fuck you to the season, you know, just get it out of our misery, big send off. Um, and we got some pictures, you know, we want to thank everyone who uh, took pictures, tagged us, retweeted, like everyone seemed to be having a good time uh, on at the tailgate. Um, but we had a we had a very nice uh, spread there. Um, and shout out to my brother for hooking up with that new fancy tabletop with the palette. He did. He, oh, yeah. When he first came to the tailgate last month, he's like, I'm going to set you guys up with something nice. He's like, I'm going to build something for you guys so you guys can put your whiskey on. I didn't know what that meant. And then he went to work immediately. It was like two, three days later, you send me a picture like, look what my brother did. I was like, holy shit. So, yeah, shout out to your brother. This um, this new setup with the wood and the like reclaimed pallets or whatever. It's very, very nice. So I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. He earned a nice little reward for me um, for doing that. Uh, but then, you know, we got some we got some pictures here. Good old My Sock Summer right in the front there. Mm -hmm. We got uh, Fitz. Fitz did a... Uh, did a nice little review on the Lawrence's shrimp there too. So shout out Fitz Magic for He also brought homemade cookies. Did any of you guys he did? Did he you try did. Them? Those were yes, they were phenomenal. Him and Alexis brought cookies. And shout out to everyone that brought things. You know, like obviously the 108 guys and um Lawrence's fish and shrimp, they hooked it up. You know, they brought all the food. My Sock Summer brought a bunch of the beverages. We brought beer and bourbon, but it was a it was a collective effort. Uh, I saw like uh, it was a uh, Tak Vomit. He brought a bottle of bourbon to to yeah, gift shout to out, us. Yeah, shout out Tak Vomit. He got us a yeah. nice little bottle of Jepson's. And bourbon. like people were just bringing different things, seltzers, whatever they want to drink. Uh, Zoe, shout out Southside Zoe. He had the Tito's flowing. Um, so everyone was bringing things. Every and and yeah, so Fitz and Alexis did a little cookie review, which looked fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And then obviously the pictures from Lawrence's, um, they had the, the chicken, the, I think that was catfish and then the nuggets. Um, everything was great. Those French fries were phenomenal too. 
everything. I loved everything. Not, not only that, we had a little bit of extra uh, dipping sauces. And my sock summer's like, why don't you guys take them home? On Sunday, I made the kids some dino nuggets. I made myself some dino nuggets and was dipping them <laughs> in, the, in the hot sauce. <laughs> a meal fit for a king. Can't go wrong with the dino uh, nugs, dude. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, so. And then obviously we had, I think there's probably, I didn't do a count, but maybe around like 70 ish people, um, 60, 70 ish. The, uh, the funny part was the, the lot was so fucking annoying to get into on last Saturday. And I'm happy that my sock summer was riding shotgun with you, Peter, to see what we have to go through to get in. It was the last game of the season. It was the last game of the season and they had one attendant at the entrance of Loppy scanning parking passes. They usually have two, sometimes three, but it's, it's, they have one person, they had the two lanes and they were funneling for one it person. Was bad. It was a, it, it was a shit show. And usually what happens is they see the, that the lot and like the street around armor park is kind of overflowing. So they'll let people in early. This was already like three o'clock, almost three Oh five. No one was in yet. So, it took a little while to get going and we didn't get our normal like either corner spot or like a, a a bigger ample space shout out to you jason you you talked to the people that were in front of us and you were basically like we're taking over your spot you guys can have free <laughs> drinks free food have whatever you want but we're taking this space and they're like they just I, looked I, at I each other there. like okay I, I there was like I think there's like what seven or eight of them over there and they just they just had like a couple chairs and like a cooler and I didn't see they were grilling or anything and I'm like all right sorry we got like 60 70 people coming you guys are gonna get you're gonna get squeezed out like I do at the gym by the teenagers <laughs> like okay, one way or another you're getting pushed out of here guys so you can either accept it and we'll give you free food and beer as compensation otherwise I'm sorry but there's gonna be a lot of nuts to butts up against your car the whole time. And then we had the other table across. They were full, like doing carnitas and like grilling and everything. So I couldn't do anything with that. Like they were, they, they, they were, they had the, they had the loud. Yeah, those guys were awesome. They were drowning. We talked yeah. about this as a collective Chicago sports bums. And you know, this is our first full season doing the tailgates. We did a couple last year, but next season, our big objective, we can't get cucked on the speaker system. Obviously they were playing some good music. I was happy. I was singing along to all the Spanish songs, but our next move is we got to bring you a bigger, like well, my work. Johnny, my I got work, I have to my work speaker not system's speaker. gotta be better. No, 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 no. I talked, I talked, I called Peter and I told him that I want to, I, I want to get a speaker. That's like fucking kiss. Like I were at a kiss concert. It like, goes I to 11. He wants to, water. That, that's Johnny how I want to go to 11. To be, like a fucking yeah. kiss concert. So you 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 talk got talked out the Peter Peter talked you out of the speaker then what happened because you text us and I said did. I think seven hundred dollars like should I buy it and I was like does it have a battery outlet because so I'm not bringing a generator it was too late it was too late Johnny had the right idea but by the time he bought that speaker we had to charge it it was already like noon I was like let's just do our research let's do it proper we'll do it in the off season and get it ready for next season. Um, so yeah, it was it was my. We'll goal, have to but... uh, we'll have to sell a lot of uh, merch hashtag merch to fund that spe- that speaker fund. Uh... Yeah, some some new Lou bottles. No, speaking of which, no one's wearing them. Oh no, Jason, plug that shirt. Thank you. Yeah, the only the only one who actually did some. Well, the the whole team was good on Sunday except for the last. No, oh, yeah, fifteen minutes. But yeah, you can get that shirt. He might not be here much longer, but you can still get that shirt. 
that's a good point though you don't want to overwhelm the people with the music because there is a lot of talking and and in the picture you showed there and um shout out beef and shout out josh nelson they talked about it in the Aju a little bit about how like there's a sense of community and we're kind of the new kids on the block you know like all these uh, like you know bigger shows the the 108 sax machine and and mad was there from pinwheels and ivy and herb lawrence has been really nice to us the whole season um everyone was there the the ass crew was there the penguins were there and it's like everyone's there showing out and that's the thing that like everyone else is kind of missing you know like we try to get in on bears twitter and and we you know like we tweet about the games during the games and things like that the cubs uh, the guys from the mid show were talking about how the Cubs don't really have a Cubs Twitter or Cubs like, you know, fandom like there. Everyone's kind of on their own. And that's what's cool about White Sox Twitter, man. As for all of the shit bags and, and, and things that like go on on the internet, um, it's a real sense of community. And so we can't thank everyone enough. Everyone that was yeah. there, everyone that showed up all season long, everyone's that, you know, buy a bottle, buy a shirt, you know, meets us. Uh, at our watch parties or anything like that, it goes a long way. So we appreciate everyone. Yeah, we definitely do. Um, so, but it was a, we had a very, very good time on there and um, we can't wait to do it again. Uh, it's going to be a long off season and probably some, you know, more misery for us Sox fans, but uh, the tailgate was great. Um, the game, I don't even remember the game. I was annihilated for that game. Uh, Artie was there. Shout out Artie for coming by as well. Uh, Gumbo in the house. Hell yeah. Yeah, Team Gumball is in the house. Fucking awesome to finally meet that dude. Um, he's living the life, man. I mean, I don't know, I don't know what to say. Uh <laughs> that guy, that guy's doing something. But uh yeah, like Johnny, you even said in the pre-show, you you were you had no idea that we went and like drank at the car afterwards. I you just sprinted all the way to corpse right away, my man. I had a good time. I mean, I'm sure every I mean everybody else did. So yeah, I don't like I I'm sorry I by, bypassed the uh you know the, the the after party at the in at lot B, but uh, I went to Corks afterwards. Johnny left Section One Hundred Eight to go to Corks because that's his move. I mean, Johnny is the Corks guy. Johnny meets everyone at Corks. He left that place like it was like a you know those viral videos from Black Friday. Like he's got to he's got to get the Corks and he's got to be the first <laughs> one there. Because we, we turned around, I'm like, "Where's Johnny?" I'm like, "I didn't even notice he was gone." Yeah. So did you had did you but uh you went to vintage last night how did how did vintage or uh, saturday you watched the, the canelo fight that do you remember any of that I, yeah I, I i don't remember the i don't remember the fight either i was there but uh you know i was having a good time with everybody so you know i like i said i did want to watch the fight uh that's why i, I kind of sprinted there because i mean i know you said we were talking about this like you know before the show is like you know the, the fights start kind of later so you know we still had a little time to kill before we went over there so um but yeah we had a couple people that showed up in vintage as well too so had a good time over there it was fun the one thing i want to say and i felt bad for him matt crawford before the race this is <laughs> I, I, he, he had a picture later at vintage of him having a vegas bomb in his hand and he was uh, looked like a defeated man and I felt bad for him because I was in front of Missy and Alexis when they pro Pinky promised him that he was not going to do Vegas bombs with them if he, if he came out later. Alexis begged him to come out, and he's like, no, you're going to make me do Vegas bombs. And they Pinky promised him no Vegas bombs, and then he got a Vegas bomb. That was like the look of a defeated man there, man. A Pinky promise isn't what it is anymore, I guess, huh? Back in my it's not, days, it's not in the streets, man. You know, this, the the new the new generation they they must uh, not go 
on their words with the pinky promise, man. That was that was like the sacred bond, man. The, the only thing that was stronger than a pinky promise is if you stabbed your finger with blood and did a yeah, that one was oath. problematic. But yeah, the the blood oath or the spit handshake. Do you guys ever do one spit of those? Handshake, yep. That means yeah. if you break that bond, you're in trouble. So yeah, I guess we're we're gonna have to rank power rank the promises. So okay, so Luke brings it up here. Uh, he said Crawford cheated. Was there shenanigans with the race between Gabe and, and Matt Crawford? I didn't see anything that looked. He ran with the yeah. beer. I, I appreciate that. That was a, that was an athletic move, if I if I do say so myself. Um, no, there was no cheating. I, I, we're still waiting. I, apparently, Beef was talking to uh, Gabe about the retirement speech or the concession speech. Um, so yeah, I don't know, it, dude. That race brought in the crowd. That that. Our tailgate filed out immediately. <laughs> like I, we, I gotta go see these two guys run, and it was just me and my bourbon and like Julie. Like I'm like, where'd everybody go? And I'm like, I can't leave these bottles by themselves. So I missed the race. Yeah, I, but I, I, felt, I, I literally was worried about that for a second. I was like, oh shit, we all left, and then there's like 20 bourbon bottles right on the on the table over there. Uh, thankfully, uh, my wife was just like she was stayed over there and behind. The funny thing is, was right before that race, maybe like. 10 minutes or so before they actually ran i gave crawford a, a sample of our nulu and i was like wait is this gonna am i like you know sabotaging his opportunity here nah, to, to be it's gay jet like, fuel, baby and it is jet fuel um but that race uh we posted the video we had like it was nice because we had like the whole different angles for like everyone super, like people wanted a super cut it, it, I'm gonna make another Taylor Swift reference. It's basically like Taylor Swift at the uh, the football games. Everyone had their phone out. I saw fifty different angles of that race from the backside. Johnny had the like front point of view finish line area. People edited. I think my sock summer like edited video and and audio into it. Amazing all around. So shout out to Matt Crawford and Gabe for uh, for pulling that off. Yeah, that was good. Um... Dougie, we had a lot of people asking where you were. You want to, and we had to tell them you you were sorely missed on Saturday. But you, uh, you want to tell what happened? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I was actually wrapping up with work, um, and I got a call that we uh, we uh, sprung a leak, sprung a water leak, and uh, had some people out of water, block away from uh, some uh, heavy hitters, uh, some big political ties, and uh, I got fucked. Oh, so political ties, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's uh, there's a uh, the uh, Illinois Speaker of the House lives uh, near where I was at, so uh, oh, yeah, kind of sucked, kind of sucked. So I uh, I was all ramped up and ready to go. Had a whole bunch of things planned. I was getting ready to uh, come off of my 30 days of sobriety, which was ended up being like 33 days of sobriety because I wanted to do it in the parking lot. You know, I was telling everybody it was like you know a girl losing their virginity the first time i wanted it to be special i wanted it to be fucking my comeback and uh yeah it fucking sucked so i was pretty bummed about it um i appreciate the texts and calls and shit like that but uh yeah i'm, I'm still pretty sour about it so it sounded like it was a bad day we were texting back and forth i mean it sucks i've been there like uh you know like i snow plow in the winter as soon as it snows mm -hmm. i know i'm any obligations out the window um but you did go sober 30 days because of the chicago white Sox, and we did talk about you like you know celebrating in lappy 
when was your first actual drink? Was it like straight out of work? Like I need a, I need one or. No. So, um, my game plan was to go to the tailgate and then I had a wedding in the evening. So I was I forgot like, about the wedding. Yeah. So I wasn't going to the game at all anyway. Um, but yeah, it was going to be just this shit show. And you should have seen the panic on Mary's face because she's like, she knows how I get at whiskey Comiskey when I'm cooking. And she knew that I wasn't going to be cooking. And then I had something to go to afterwards and, you know, like really formal, you know, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, I ended up drinking at the wedding, which was just, I, like, I didn't even, I like, wasn't even feeling it. You know, I was drinking some highlights. The life sucked out of you, man. The the work and everything. And yeah, I'm telling you, man, it was just like, it, I, I don't know. It was like one of those weird, uh, like I couldn't get drunk because of my emotions. It sounds really fucked up, but yeah, that's a that's a yeah. terrible way to you lose your alcohol virginity. I know, I know. Sorry, Dougie. So, it's okay. But there'll be many uh, more whiskey at Comiskey's next year for you to attend. Um, Hell yeah! But yeah. Uh, we we were off last week. Uh, we had some vacations. Uh, Peter, you were in Vegas. I was in the Bourbon Trail. But you went with Aloha, Mister Hand, and Wally Money. I did. You went for, your guys anniversary also shout out dougie your anniversary today congratulations uh happy anniversary to you uh peter you got you and julie went for your anniversary steelers games um so how tell us how was how was vegas with wally and uh mr hand vegas was i mean it it couldn't have gone any better so shout out to wally and aloha mr hand for those that don't know they have uh raider season tickets um and julie is a diehard steelers fan when we saw that the Raiders played the Steelers on our anniversary, we're like, oh, the perfect weekend. We hadn't been away from the kids since uh, Scarlett was born, basically. So more than six years of, like, having been to Vegas. And we were a big Vegas couple. We used to try to go there, you know, every other year, if not sooner. Um, so it was a good time. Um, it wasn't as crazy. Nothing, I mean... Nothing like what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. It was just a solid three and a half days of I was drinking like all basically throughout the whole night, day, just rally. Um, but yeah, it was fun. Uh, nothing. I, I don't know. I, like, I, I think you were expecting like a crazy bachelor. I, I, you know, I, I thought that was going to be some, like a strip club story or something. No, and, you know, Wally no, didn't dip out to the strip clubs or anything. No, no. Wally, he, he, I mean, Wally was there with Ange. Shout out Ange. She was awesome. Um, we uh, it was just nice. And we went out, drank, gambled a little bit and did it all over again. So, so how did you do gambling? Did you win anything? Shockingly, we're not a gambling. Me and Julie really don't gamble all that much. So we didn't do much of anything, to tell you the truth. It was more show like we went oh, we saw dashboard crazy I, like out of the blue we saw a billboard for a free dashboard confessional show for the people that don't know they're like one of my favorite bands i've been seeing them since i was like 14. free show get there and uh it's on fremont street fremont street's fun yeah. um they're giving away free like vip wristbands so we're like hey it's our anniversary can we have a vip wristband yeah right away so we go right into the front of the line um uh, we meet him took a picture with him i hadn't met him ever and i've been to like probably 20 of his shows so it was just like uh it was crazy it was like meant to be it's awesome so yeah it's good it's good um i was in kentucky i did the bourbon trail uh second time there and this time instead of staying in louisville we rented a 
big cabin. There was uh, six of us who went. Uh, we rented a big cabin in the middle of the state in Springfield, Kentucky, which is about 25-ish minutes um, outside of Bardstown. Uh, it was on a farm. So, the like, the owners had, like, their house. But this is what they, a property that they had that they built up just for Airbnb being it for people visiting the Bourbon Trail. And you could actually see, like, you wake up and across, you look at your window and there's cows, like, right next to you. And there's sheep. And you hear all the farm animals and stuff like that. It's it's a it's a big cabin on a farm. It's cool. So I just want to show you guys a couple of pictures from the place we stayed at because it was very interesting. And well, I was about to say, is it just... anything like your camping story? Because we you just went camping like three months <laughs> was, ago it, and you were in a murder. It wasn't as bad. It was like it a murder bad house. The ca- it wasn't the it wasn't the murder basement, but this was so. Since I booked everything and it was for Sarah's fortieth, we actually got the the master bedroom on the main floor and this was the master bedroom it looks oh pretty 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 nice kit little cozy and then you know you go into the bathroom and oh we got a nice little you know like hot tub there and you know okay i i'm looking at the tub now that you asked me about vegas I, I gotta mention it we stayed in a in a room with like an extra large bathroom had a full size tub i took a bath for the first time in like i don't know 10 years <laughs> like i'm like i gotta use it julie's like why don't you go sit down take a bath i grabbed the bourbon i grabbed the beer i poured myself a bath and i put a music was i forgot bubbles? what i was watching was there how many bubbles did, no did bubbles. you have any, like, you no have any bubbles. candles around you no no candles no <laughs> bubbles but i stayed there for about Rubble's a half petals. hour like i just on i was probably on twitter with my beer and my bourbon taking a bath that was the first time i did it in like 10 years so did you take a bath I did. I did. The first night I was there. <laughs> so boys, here's, so yeah. here's the funny part. Bath, here's the funny part about this bumps. bathroom. Here's the funny part about this bathroom. Right? You got the you got the the bedroom right there. Then you got the bathroom. There was no door for the toilet. Oh no! <laughs> you want to talk about like, the worst possible place to put a toilet? And when we took that oh. suite, we were like, "Oh man, we got the nice bedroom." And then, <laughs> shit, there's no shit, fucking literally. door. <laughs> and Sarah immediately tells me, "You are not shitting in this room when I'm sleeping <laughs> or anytime I'm in the room." So <laughs> that's so she, crazy. So and there's also no shower in in that room either. It was just a bathtub, the hot tub, whatever. So anytime like she went to go take a shower or anything, I had to make sure I get my poops in because it was <laughs> there was I had the whole room to myself and that was it. You know, someone could walk around the she walked around the corner. There I am. <laughs> I mean, oh, that's man. that's got that can't be up to code or anything, right? Like that's got to be a hazard. You gotta like, you give, know me a, more give me a door plumbing. or something, man. Yeah. Like even if you even if you make it to the the door is like right up to my knees or something, you gotta give me at, at least, least like a two like, by two space, man. One of those like Chinese wardrobes, the the, the folding accordion things that you could like put somewhere. <laughs> something. Yeah, I, I mean I, the, I, the like toilet the is literally ten. I mean you look you look in relative to the photo here. You see you got the dresser right there, and you go back. Well. That's the dresser's like right there at the edge of the bed. So you got like ten feet of buffer space between That's the crazy. toilet and and the bed. Are you sure there wasn't I, like a pocket door, maybe that you guys no, didn't? No, there see? was no no pocket door, no none of that. It was free balling, wide open. Come in, poop and jump in the bathtub. 
I, I absolutely love that chair that probably nobody sits in because yeah, you know, like right yeah. behind that wall. <laughs> Sarah, Sarah, read me a bedtime story while I take a dump. <laughs> like, what is that chair there for? Yes, yes. Still waiting for to take a dump. Wait, it's so mailman, a... mailman Jack's asking a good point. Did this situation alter your lunch and dinner plans? Because knowing that there's no door in the shitter. Like it would make me probably eat a little bit cleaner. Possibly. Yeah. So we, we actually, for the most part though, we um, like made food at the house since we had like a grill and everything there. So we, we, we cooked. The only thing is the first night we ordered like pizza, but Kentucky and pizza is like Papa John, you know, like it's yeah. not like, not like you're, you're not going to get anything great. Right. So I was kind of worried about that first night with the pizza. <laughs> Um, but we ate, I ate good, a lot of steaks, you know, we did a lot of steaks. So I kept it nice and, you know, protein ish, um, get the nice meat poops. But, um, I was more worried about getting the, I was more worried about getting the drunk shits to be honest with you. Steaks is a clean poop. Yes. Yes. So it was nice, clean, efficient, you know, we didn't get too fucked up at, you know, drinking, um, you know, drinking late at night or whatever. I brought some bottles to drink. But uh, it, it was fine. But yeah, I had to definitely there was no like White Castle or Taco Bell nights for, smart. Yeah. Yeah, for, smart. for doing that. Um, I saved <laughs> that to when I got you. home. Yeah, it was. Uh, but for, I, I really wanted to, you know, I'm not going to be too much of an asshole on Airbnb when I do the reviews. But I really want to put, dude, build a fucking door. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's crazy. The, you know, build a fucking door. So, All right, so but it looked like a good trip. You came back with a haul and a half. So. Um, I'm excited to get down to the bourbon cave right behind you and kind of yeah we got get, we got the work yeah we got some stuff um I got uh, I got, I got, I got stuff work I to do. Been, I'm doing I've been doing I've been doing reviews all week so there'll, there'll be a lot more bourbon bums videos uh dropping um so all right yeah. let's move on to some uh nonsense here so I had this dream the other night and Peter when I told you that this segment was going to start with a story of me having a dream, you laughed immediately because you know when I have a dream, it's it's off you know the wall. It's you know what's crazy. I've known both of you and Johnny for uh, obviously I've known Johnny all my life. I know you, Jason, close to twenty years. You both have some crazy ass dreams, Johnny. You haven't given me any stories of late, but you guys have the most vivid, craziest motherfucking dreams. That as soon as you're like, oh, I got this idea for a segment from a dream, I'm like, holy shit, I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> so my dream was that the Sox, they had this new promotion where in the outfield concourse, they started giving away during the games erotic massages. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. And, and I'm, talking, I'm talking full, like, happy endings and all. Like, that was their new promotion where you could walk – around the the outfield concourse and there was it was just a whole bunch of dudes getting like asian like massages and a bunch of fucking like happy shout animals. out robert Kraft. yeah <laughs> no see yeah. see socks hit it on a nail before jason even said anything yeah yeah he you said that's why that's why i showed the comment because he said porn yeah. dream yeah um now i don't know what it says about me that i'm having dreams about a whole bunch of fucking guys getting erotic massages at a socks game i don't know what the fuck i, I, I mean. was yeah, I might as well switch the logo now. They're like, that's I love that. Like, the way you phrase this segment in our group chat is like, let's think of fun and off the wall ways the socks could bring in fans. And my first thought is like, oh, 
bring do more five dollar modelo nights you immediately yeah. go to happy ending massages <laughs> to completion right. wait, wait hold on a second are, are, no wait, wait hold on hold on hold on are you even surprised he even thought like this was gonna go this way I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. No, none of the people in the comments. Think of how many games they would sell out if they give they're giving away massages in the concourse. <laughs> At least, is it like no door like your Kentucky bathroom, or is it like sectioned off? And in, 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 in the in the dream, it was just tables lined up all in the concourse. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking raw dog and massages in the left field bleachers. Oh, Get man. out of here, man! Dude, I was telling you. you you know what's going to get the most work is that shower in center field after everybody's done. <laughs> Everyone goes, they, they're going to have to build another one. One to go in before you start and one that you go afterwards. <laughs> but, I mean, maybe we could build some stalls or something, you know, like a little tent or something. But in the dream, it was just a whole bunch of tables lined up in the outfield concourse. And you could go in there and get your get your massage. And I think that's a great way for get to get fans in this in the stands next season. You know, if, if you're saying, hey, you know what? I'm going to watch this team lose 100 games, but at least I'll get a fucking happy ending every, you know, time. You won't pe People won't be buying 20-game packages, man. They're buying full season. Yeah, it's you, Robert Kraft, and Deshaun Watson. You're going to be the only three people in the stadium. <laughs> Dude, <that was> crazy. <laughs> oh, my God. You should just imagine, like, it, like at the end of the season, fuck, I'm exhausted. <laughs> <You know? laughs> So he's going to be uh, shooting out condensed milk, like powdered milk. By the yeah. I right. mean, you know, yeah, you get interesting dog day. Hey, you get, you get a foot long hot dog while you, no. you're on your, you're on your stomach eating a foot. Long. Outrageous. I, I mean, okay. So, yeah, you, so you nailed it, Johnny. Like, I'm not surprised, but this was, uh, this is something. Uh, Prez. <laughs> he's picturing Alyssa. <laughs> No, oh, my man. God. You're no, no. Um, <laughs> no. I didn't read the whole rest of that comment. Um, I thought it was just going to be interviewing. Nope. Get it out. Get it out. <laughs> so, okay. So, my question to you guys then what was your ideas to get? How are we going to top that? I have a list of bullshit actual ideas, like more $5 Modelo nights. Like, I'm not, we're not going to be. I don't even want to talk about it anymore. Okay. Do you have? Do you have? Do you have more lists? Do you have anything? Any other ideas? Well, I don't think I can top the erotic massages, but I wanted to see what you guys could top, though. For you know, you said you had a whole list, so let's. I did. I didn't know we were gonna go crazy about it. All right. So my next one is, they do this already. So it's like embrace. They embrace like the. You are actually a big proponent of this. You text us all the time. Hey, today is National Bourbon Day. Today's National yeah. Hamburger Day. The, the Sox do a good night of like the Star Wars night and the the halfway to St. Patrick's Day, but it, there's got to be a day every game long, like everything. Embrace all like the niche kind of like out there cults, maybe like a Taylor Swift night where it's like you get a Taylor Swift impersonator and you get all the Swifties there one night and then the Star Wars nerds the next night, me included. And just like it's got to be off the wall shit like they they had Cascade there, but yeah, like DJ Markski and like house music with Bad Boy Bill and, and Julian Jumpin' Perez. And like every day there's something like that because uh, their in-game entertainment kind of stinks. So that goes to my next yeah. one. It's like, I, I needed like, you know, like the, uh, what's the, the freeze race or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. I need yeah. fat, I want fat guys racing. 
Like we're Chicago's a city of big dudes. I want okay, like so, fat guy. so they so they pick they pick random people from 108 and they have whoa, to whoa, race. Whoa. 108 weight loss is coming soon. I wouldn't have to be all fat guys. There's a, there's more uh, fat guys than the rest of the park, Jason. Have you seen the 500 level? It's true. Okay. Well then they, okay, then they pick a section. They pick a yeah. random section and then they, those they have picked two people and they have to race. Yeah, so the Matt Crawford, yeah, the Matt Crawford gave race made like you know, like everyone was their phone had their phones out. Do that every night. Mm-hmm. The okay. uh, yeah, I had emo night as part of the night. Julie's been asking it, f- asking for it for a while. That's part of the uh, the subsections. Yeah, Jimmy Butler um, show up. A, a way to turn at least get me in the ballpark more on the reg is turn that kids deck into an actual daycare where I could just drop off my kids. And then pick them off, <laughs> like pick them up in like the seventh or eighth inning. Like if, you know, like if Lifetime, we used to go to Lifetime, like they have a daycare there for your kids where you could go work out and swim and shoot hoops and then come pick your kids up. I need that at the ballpark. Granted, I don't know how good security is. And I'm asking them to watch my kids when they can't watch themselves with freaking people getting shot and stuff. But if someone's watching my kids, maybe I get there more often. <laughs> So I like that idea. If you could take, if you combine the kids deck, the daycare with my erotic massages, no, then you could say, "Hey, Timmy, we're going to the game tonight." What are you talking about? And then I'm going to drop you off. Mommy's out of of town. I'm going to drop you off at daycare. I'll pick you up in 20 minutes. (laughs) So you mentioned like the where was your massages? You said right field or left field? It was outfield concourse. Okay, so they did. We used to sit in the left field bleachers for a while. I mean, that place is basically like Walmart on like a freaking random Wednesday night. You know, like I, I don't I didn't like hanging out there, but it's full yeah. of meatheads. So I thought, do you remember that? Like, I always want to call it. It's not like white trash, but it's like it's a trashier arcade game where they have it at bars. The punching machine where like you oh, punch yeah. the machine and then like it's like 900 and everyone's like fucking alpha macho trying to punch the shit have a bunch of those with jerry's faces on them imagine how much money people would spend if you yes. get to punch now, jerry's that's a money face. Make. that's a great idea oh, yeah. that's a fucking yeah. money maker right there dude you'd have the line farther than the speed pitch would be i mean yeah so that's the thing is like people stand in line for the speed pitch if you imagine if you get to just punch jerry and then like the, the highest score for the day gets like a ticket or to punch Jerry. autograph or <laughs> punch Jerry. When a when a free when a free signed baseball or something. I like I like that. Yeah. And then my last like one that. is my last one is uh um the one away guys have the, the sponsorship with more than dogs. I love more than dogs. Johnny, me and you went there a bunch while we were going to the game. But there's room. There's room there for like Food trucks all along Armor Park. Imagine if, like, you could get more than dogs or a taco stand or a pizza slice or ramen or anything. You know, kind of have that park area where, like, um, it's basically a square. Just have food trucks lined up there. And, like, you charge them whatever they need for the permit or whatever. And then it's almost like a mini Taste of Chicago every day. Yeah, definitely. That's a great idea, too. I mean... They do the food truck thing at the park every once in a while, don't they? I believe. I, I thought they did it last like season. I didn't see something. it this season. I remember last season. I thought I've seen, like... thought I've seen like emails like in the spring or something that they that they do like food truck stuff. But I, I, that's the way to get. If you do it during a game or something, like yeah, 
that's that's definitely a great uh, a great idea. Um, Giant Doug, you guys got any ways socks we get fans uh, in? I got a couple. Um, uh, one of them is uh, obviously I think these people have been complaining about this. I think because. It's been kind of like the goat. I don't want to compare like, you know, the goat from the Cubs to like this, but bring back the goose, man. I, we we were winning. We were we were definitely wow. winning. And once they the like goose. let go of that goose, man, you gotta you gotta bring it back. You know, you got it, it once we once we lost it, we haven't been we sucked. I mean, we definitely sucked. So um another thing is uh you know, we, we see the stuff that happens on Tuesday with, with $5, like, you know, Modelo's or $5, like, whatever. Um, do, like, a half price, like, Saturdays, like, each month with, with everything. Not just, like, like the beer, but, like, with, with food. Like, people come with their families and all that. I think it's just good to kind of cut down, like, you know, just once a month. It's not like we're asking for every single, little, you know, little time. I think, you know, you know, for a Saturday, you know, people are coming here more with families. I just think it would be a lot better idea instead of a Tuesday, um, even though that's a good idea as well, too. I just think that, you know, having like, you know, if other people bringing their families would be a good idea. Um, and I, I thought of about that, this one because Peter thought about it um, a while ago. Not a while ago, but he, he mentioned it when we were there during uh, Mexican Independence Day. Uh they should combine halfway to St. Patrick's Day with Mexican Independence Day. I think that would be, probably be one of the best times to go to a Sox game. <laughs> it's just they have combined the both, and it would just be like a, a party. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Dougie, what do you got? So uh, so my wavelength was kind of on the same as Peter's. Um, all the in-game promotions, they need to wipe the slate clean, get rid of all of them. And just redo them. You know what? They they're a fucking professional team. They should be redoing those things every year on the regular already. The fact that we've had the same beef rafes for X amount of years is fucking bullshit. Okay. And in the hat. They, the yeah, in the hat, you know, and it's just it's so fucking old and stale, you know. It, they need to change that whole shit. I mean, I remember when you used to go to games and like they would give it away, you know, round trips tickets for fucking United and stuff like that. You know, like make the prizes worth something, you know? I mean, they're giving away like fucking autograph pitchers, you know? Average fan could give two shits about a fucking autograph pitcher, you know? And most of the time, it ain't even anybody good, you know? So definitely change that. Um, the big thing that everybody seems to rave about is bringing back the dollar hot dogs. So dollar hot dogs come back. Game after a loss. So every time they lose, the next game, dollar hot dogs. So holy shit. Fucking step it up. You don't you yeah. don't want to sell dollar hot dogs? Stop fucking losing. Dollar hot dogs after <laughs> Jerry ain't going for that one. I don't get it. Well, you know what? But yeah. Um the other thing, so I'm watching, you know, uh uh, Gypsy Rose, uh, watching all of his tweets about like the end of the year beer sales and everything like that, and how they're chap chopping the prices in half. Okay, for you know the beer they're trying to get rid of. You know what? Season tickets, season ticket holders should have that half off all year round. If they want to go like and they want to walk all the way to the craft cave, then they get it. You know, but that's the only place they can get it. So if they want to walk, they can go get it. So. That was one idea. And then uh, I had another idea that also Jerry would never fly for, and it's uh, tiers of percentage off of your tickets for however many losses they have 
the following season. So instead of raising our tickets every year, because my tickets have been raised pretty badly over the last couple of years and the product doesn't show it. So you know what? It should start going the other way. So 70, 70 wins, you get 70% off your tickets? <laughs> not, not, not that like that crazy, but you know, like seriously, I mean, dude, even like the COVID year. Okay. So they gave us that option where we could, you know, uh, get, I forgot what it was like 10% or something like that. Like money. If you kept your tickets in there and everything like that, dude, they just, we kept our money in there and they just raised it. Whatever the percentage was that they were giving us. So we, we still fucking, we didn't make any extra money or anything like that. They just held our money and fucking fucked us. So anyway. All right. Well, those are some good, those are some good ideas. You know, and some of the people in the comments too had some, people had some great ideas too. Um, I definitely like, uh, but they need to get creative with their promotions though. Cause, uh, I mean, obviously, we're not going to be giving out, you know, massages in the concourse. So, I mean, some people we could only wish, but, but... But you can dream. I can dream, but it's not going to happen. Um, but, yeah, hopefully they, they come up with some, at least from more logical sense, some better promotions next year instead of yeah, the same, I mean, same old Some of ours do. are a little, like, far-fetched, but something in between can happen. I do like Dougie's reward, though, if they lose, you get a... You get a dollar hot dog, or if they they lose the 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 a series or something, you the next game is yeah. dollar hot dogs or something or something like that. I like that idea. That should that would give uh that would that would make Jerry want to have give Chris gets the idea to fucking let's get some good players in here and make sure we don't lose. Yeah, he'd be, he'd be spending real quick on that shit. All right. <laughs> the immediate, the, my immediate thought was, as soon as you brought up that whole massage uh, idea, I was like, that dude in the five hundreds that was like, you know, creeping on the phone. Oh, the text didn't take it older ASAP yeah. next day. Next day. <laughs> <laughs> so, the question for you, Jason. Now, like the five hundred level, they won't be able to to enjoy those hundred level massages. Is there going to be a se separate section? Well, let me figure it out. Yeah, let's, well, let me let me see if I can dream something up again. It. Okay. Yeah. yeah I'll try to I'll try to manifest it in my sleep, and maybe the 500 level they can get like a stripper pole or something. I don't know. Tattoo night's not a bad idea. I'm gonna go get inked up and uh, watch uh, Mike Clevenger pitch again. <laughs> and you don't have to even worry about getting knocked out. You just watch the game and you'll fall asleep on your own. Like your Dak Prescott for for the 500 <laughs> level. You just you. 500 level you just utilize those two piece of shit spaces that they made that failed and did nothing all year long <laughs> the, 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 the picnic benches they they, they call a remodel yeah. <laughs> terrible what a joke what a joke speaking of jokes let's talk some bears we got we, we, <sighs> we will talk a little little sports here um and then we're gonna and then we're gonna get into peter your question of the week here so uh, yeah uh, yeah i got a question of the week so bears actually after all the shit we did, I did that last bumcast. I played, or I shouldn't say played, but I impersonated the whole Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, Al Pacino speech to Luke Getze. Um, he must have listened because they played very, very well. It looked like a competent offense. You know, on Sunday, Justin Fields started 16 for 16, new franchise record. I, 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 he might have, I think it was even like, set, I'm going to say 18 or for 18 because i'm not counting that hail mary pass that don't count yeah that yeah that don't count that so i think he i think if you take that out he started like 18 for 18 or something like that to to start the game 
He's hitting Mooney's opening. Two touchdowns to Komet. Touchdown to DJ Moore. He's running. It looks like a fucking competent offense again. We're all, ah, yes, yes. And then people started putting those whispers out. Is it going to happen? It's going to happen, isn't it? They're going to fuck this up. They're going to blow it. Everyone just started putting those little whispers out into the wind that this was that this was going to go go south pretty quickly. And the defense looked bad those first couple of drives. Then they shut down the Broncos for like a big portion of the game. But then when the Bears needed to put that and lock it down, the defense decided, like, I think we're done for the day, guys. You know, we've we done enough. Um, and then next thing you know, Justin Fields stripped. Sack, fumble, touchdown, recover, touchdown, return. Then he gets the interception. Like it all, it, it all fell apart. But let's. I want to talk about Justin first before we talk about Eberflus and and the, you know, decision. But what did you guys think of Justin Fields' performance on Sunday? Was it what this is what we want to see going forward? It's what we expected to see the whole season. We talk about last season and that Vikings game being like the kind of like, you know, the light bulb that went off and and like they were on a roll there for a while uh, in the middle of last season. And we expected with the full complement of like the whole offseason and DJ Moore and everyone else involved. This is what I thought we were going to see from Justin Fields from the beginning. Now, I mean, we could talk about the fumbling interception and, and that. I mean, that shit just can't happen. He's got to protect the ball better. He's, it seems like in these big crunch time plays, there's still something lacking. But it showed that you can win with them. And I don't know if, if it was like Luke, Luke Getze light bulb or Justin Fields light bulb or a combination of both. Or is it possible that the Broncos are the worst defense in the league and that hung, has a lot to do with it? Many points on them. Exactly. You know, so the they were before. just, they were just coming off. Uh, 70 point, uh, letting off 70 points. So I don't know yet it's because I want to say, oh man, Justin Fields can be that guy because we saw what like the first three quarters of this game looked like that. But the Broncos are still booty cheeks. And I don't know if this coaching staff knows what they're doing with them still. It seemed like they were doing better. They were rolling them out. They were getting them outside of the pocket. They were utilizing Cole Komet, somebody that, that just he hadn't played for the first four games. I mean, he was, but you didn't see him there. You know, he was either blocking or dropping passes. Cole Komet looked good yesterday. DJ Moore, what was it? A hundred. I have it right here. It was a hundred and forty-seven yards. That's exactly yeah. what you get. DJ Moore. He's your number one. That's what you expect week in and week out from him. Like you said, Darnell Mooney came alive. Um, so yeah, I'm, I was excited with the offense. But then, like you mentioned, you hear the whispers. You get that feeling. I mean, I've, it's not our first rodeo. We see these games week in and week out. You just felt it slowly, like the snowball forming. And it was getting bigger and bigger. So by the time the fourth quarter happens and they let off 17 points in the fourth quarter, that's a problem, man. So like you mentioned, Denver scored seven right in the beginning. You know, like they go score. But then for the a big part of that game, the defense was hanging in there, you know, uh, it was a scoreless second second quarter, and then the third quarter they scored that touchdown, and which that was the the fumble, the strip sack, right? Was that in the third yeah. quarter or at the end of the fourth or the beginning of the fourth? Either way, no, I think it was end of, end of third. I think it was either yeah. E so either way, like the defense was there up until the fourth quarter, and what the problem is 
is that it's Matt Eberflus's defense. It's it's he's yeah. the defense. He's calling the plays now. It's his defense. He's got players. I mean, the signing of Tremaine Edwards and TJ Edwards, it seems to be bad signings because I was championing getting rid of Roquan. Roquan is better than those two guys combined. Like, I'd rather have one Roquan than two of those guys. And that's a problem. And, and hand up, me and Ryan Poles were wrong because I was like, oh, if Roquan wants that money, let him go. You can get more people in return and sign more people. So I thought... I thought the signings were good. I thought Tremaine Edmonds and TJ Edwards were going to be good. They just haven't been that good. Uh, so, yeah, man, it's just, it's just, just like uh, it's more Eberflus than anything. So I don't know if you want to talk about Matt Eberflus in general because he's he's dead man walking, or at least he has to be. So so before we talk about Eberflus, I, I want to ask you guys a, a question real quick. So we saw Justin Fields. I think that was his first ever th- over 300-yard passing game. Um, looked phenomenal. Let's just say, hypothetically, he continues to play like that for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Bears defense continues to lose games repeatedly. They end up with the number overall pick. Are you still going with Caleb Williams, or are we riding with Justin Fields? Do we? Do you guys pass on potentially the next big quarterback in Caleb Williams because we have Justin Fields? There, there, I mean, there's so like many like conflicting uh, sources about like what Caleb Williams is actually going to do when when it comes to that time. You know, is he going to still say like if he sees like the Bears like the number one like one and two uh, picks? Does he want to come to Chicago? Like I keep on hearing all these things like he's going to want to stay because he'll probably get more nil money, which I I still don't understand because I I feel like he'll get more money like in the NFL, but 40, with the NFL right guaranteed. now. Yeah, I mean, you you don't know. He he might get he might get a, a good amount as well too, just to just to stick around and see where, where else he can go. Um, but you don't know. These are just rumors. Um, I feel like Pose like there there was a thing where I think with Pose like he, this is not who he wanted as quarterback. Um, he you know Justin Fields and all that, so he can finally draft his quarterback. And obviously, the number one pick would probably be Caleb Williams, and number two would probably be Marvin Harris. You know, if they if it does end up happening that way, um, I don't know. I mean, I, like I said, I'm not I'm not married to Justin Fields whatsoever. I just feel like that. You know, I had so much expectations for him when he came, like in the beginning of the season, because we saw flashes. We saw the flashes of running. Like if he got weapons, now he's got weapons. Like you know, it's but it's also coaching as well too. So it's it's kind of hard to like see. Like, I mean, we still got all these games. Like if he's if if he's doing good, like I don't know, man. Like I I I still want to like believe that he's the guy, but. Like I said, there's there's certain things that he does as well too that just gives me these like things now that I'm just like I don't know if I kind of want to stick with him, you know. Um, you know, just he, I don't know if he can read defenses really well. Um, he's not a pocket passer as well too. Um, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I still got to see more out of him uh, throughout the season. Like I said, I'm not married to him, so it doesn't matter like what what happens at the end of the season. I'm just I, I just I, I'm not in the position, but I just don't think that. Um, whatever happens, I, I just feel like it, it all depends on what he does like towards the end of the season, see how where it goes like game by game here. Yeah. So my thoughts on the whole thing is um, his protection sucks. So his pocket still is shit. Uh, and it, I, you can't use that excuse forever, but um, if he continues to play like how he played on Sunday, 
I would absolutely go with him. I would keep going with him. Um, okay. Only reason, well, okay. So last year, worst team in the league. It didn't really feel like we were the worst team in the league. We were in games. We were, you know, like there. This year, we feel like the worst team in the league. I mean, we are just getting our shit kicked in. They, you know, and having the guts ripped out of us on Sunday, yeah, that sucks. You know, but that's bad teams lose that game. Good teams win that game. And I'm not saying Denver's could by any stretch. Not at all. But it better teams find ways to beat teams that suck. And right now we suck. So they're gonna they're gonna have to figure it all out. I mean, did it was like watching polls and whoever that dude was in front of them, like they were all cheering, and then all of a sudden it was like told the story, man. Told the story. So yeah, it's tough. So I agree with you, Dougie. The line is still shit. It's patchwork, it's bad. But Justin Fields is still statistically holding on to the ball way longer than anyone oh, else's. So I mean, you could only blame the long so line so long. Um, mm -hmm. The other thing is um, you mentioned us being the worst team in the league. We're the worst team in the league on and off the field because it's we're getting to the White oh. Sox territory where we're just embarrassing in and out of on the, on the field and outside too. So that's the problem. It's like, fuck, man, can we just win? Like, give me one feel good story with any one of my teams. And we're just not getting it. So back to your point, Jason. Um, it's tough because we have the Super Bears Justin Fields shirt. Show it, show it to everybody. Mm -hmm. And we have a shirt that says Justin Fields is that dude. But knowing that Caleb Williams is out there and knowing that you possibly have the first and second overall pick, regardless of what happens with the coaching, I think the coaching staff has to get the go. I, th I think you just have to restart the quarterback clock because of the contract, too. That gives you a couple extra years of you being able to work on getting a better defense, getting a pass rush, buying a couple other free agency. And I know good teams built through the draft, but if you restart that clock with your quarterback contract, it gives you flexibility, you know? So I don't know. It sucks because I really like Justin Fields. I want him to be that guy. I feel like we all are rooting for him. But it's almost the same. Mitch Trubisky was a good guy. He was he said all the right things in the press conferences and he showed up and he did the charity work and all that other stuff. But if you can't cut it, you can't cut it. So it's tough. So I think I think you have to go with Caleb Williams. OK. All right. So I'm, I'm probably I'm probably in the same boat that I would probably go with Caleb. Um, I love Justin. I think he could probably be a great quarterback if the if he had a competent coach and offensive coordinator. But I mean, if you're telling me that, you know, Caleb Williams is the next Peyton Manning or, you know, Tom Brady or something, I got to take that, you know, I take that chance, you know, so that's, that's where I would go with, but uh, we'll see what happens. Hopefully they can write it, the, write it out against Washington, but short week. That's why no one's getting fired. No one's getting fired this week as much as we all want everyone to be clean house. But the problem is too, even if Allen Williams is gone. So like now you, you can't, if you fire Eberflus, you got no one for the defense. So you're going to have Getzy in charge of offense and defense? I don't – I mean, I, it's the Bears are in a shit situa situation where I don't know who they could bring in off the street to coach the, the team. So here's the thing. You kind of just have to bite on the pencil and grin and bear it, right? If our objective is to tank, don't you want the worst statistical quarterback or coach in the history of the Chicago Bears organization? Like, if we're trying to lose games – 
keep running this dumb motherfucker out there. I mean, it's going to piss us off every Monday night. But in the long run, if we know he's getting fired at the end of the year, keep losing, man. I mean, there's no other way to put it because there's a good possibility the Bears do Bears things and try to win out and fuck, the, you know, like you, you pull win a Houston, couple of Houston, yeah, Texas. Houston. You win a couple, two, three games, and then we're going to p- be pissed off that they're winning games in the long run. Yeah, so I could see it. I mean, you could hear it on the radio. You could you could feel it. You know, Johnny, our uncles and our text groups and stuff like that. We're kind of in no man's land. We want them to be good. We want them to succeed. But at this point, like you're zero and four, you're gonna be. There's a good possibility that the game between the Bears and the Panthers in November is a battle of like two zero and seven teams or something. Like that. <laughs> so let's go back to the game on Sunday. I was. Scream at my TV, kick the fucking field goal, take the points, and then because, like, e- e- yes, the next play when they turned the ball over, Russ threw it, and it was like, what, a 50, 60 yard pass or something like that. If you kick the field goal and you kick it off, you're slowing the game down for them, you're backing them up on their, you know, 25, and then you're forcing them to have to march down the field already. And yes, they, the Bears were close already. But or close to their end zone already, I would have taken the points instead of giving them the momentum after after making that stop. It was a dumb play call for them to line up to try to get them to go off sides, call the timeout, and then go back in and run a and and run a dumb play. I would have taken the points. And some people like the aggressive call. I personally wanted to win, and I would have taken it. But so yeah, I I see it. I see it both ways. So uh, the, the the field goal decision, if you kick the field goal, you bump up your winning percentage to almost 70%, 69.4% win percentage if you kick it. The play call that they chose statistically, now this is where the stats go, it, it was a 64.4% chance you're going to win. The problem is the play call itself. I don't mind getting aggressive. I don't mind putting the ball in your best player's hands. But when you run a run out of a shotgun, like it's so obvious that like, that's not going to work for the bears. Yeah. Now I saw something that says like, actually we had the discussion last year on this podcast that statistically on fourth down running out of shotgun is like one of the better plays you can do, but that's with good fucking teams. And the bears is not a good team. If you're the, if you're the Philadelphia Eagles, I saw people saying like they should have just done the tush push, you know, like the, the Jalen hurts quarterback sneak where like, you know, at this point it's unstoppable for the Eagles. That's because they have Jason Kelsey and an offensive line that could move the world and Jalen hurts and everything else in between the bears aren't that. So you can't be like, well, they should have ran the Eagles play. That's not how it works. Just run a play that you think it works best. And this one wasn't it. That's my problem. I, I would have taken the points too, Jason. And because you're a defensive minded coach, let your defense win the game. That being said, like, obviously they didn't. And this play call was so goddamn bad. That's what makes me mad. It's like between Eberflus and Getze, you got to figure out a ways to put your team in the best position to win. And they're not doing it. It's like when they did the Cole Komet motion and then they had yes. him line up under center just give it give it to herbert or have justin run it like you need it for right. that one yeah. year why are you getting cute with the fucking cole Komet motion 
you know, taking the snap. It's fucking, it's, it's mind blowing sometimes that just keep it simple, stupid. Like, yeah. I don't, I, Getsy just sometimes tries to get Matt Nagy cute and I, it irks the hell out of me. But, yeah, um, so, yeah that was, ahead, and that man. was the thing. That was the thing. So, like, we said it last week or two weeks ago or whatever. If we can see the play and we know where the ball's going, if we're smart enough to figure that out watching TV, they fucking know it. Everybody knew Herbert was getting that ball on that play. Absolutely everybody. So, I mean, I, I know that we were we were in the group chat and everything like that, and we were talking during the game, and I think it was Swo said, uh, he's like, oh, don't score too fast. I'm sorry. This team needs to score as fast as they fucking can. Like, they, they, they're not good enough to – like precision fucking score anything they need to take the points when they can get the points and that's it if the ball doesn't shake out that way they kick the field goal next thing you know they go down they put seven and we lose we lost it is what it is but you have to put points on the bar when you are that bad of a team points 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 Yep. Yeah, and the field goal itself was like I thought I saw it somewhere. It was like an eighty. It was like high eighties. Like I think it's like eighty eight percent chance he he makes that field goal. Yeah. So it's like it wasn't even that hard of a kick, you know, like where it's like, <laughs> oh, it's outside of Cairo Santos's range. But this is something that Matt Eberflus has been doing for a long time because I was pissed yeah. last year, and the whole reason that I wanted to do the ki- field goal kicking competition is that like he consistently doesn't put the ball in. I was going to say Cairo Santos's hand, but Cairo Santos's foot. Like there's chances last year and now this year where it's like just kick the game-winning field goal, and he hasn't. It's not just today. He did it last year too. Sure. sure. Wake Johnny, up, Jason. I'm sorry. It's been a long That's... day. <laughs> TMZ took the life out of this guy. Yeah, it, 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 all this, all this bear stock is making him go to life. sleep here. It, well, that, that sucks the life out of me too, but uh, yeah. Johnny, would you would you kick the field goal real, real quick before we move on here? Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with every, like with everybody. I mean, you you have to get as much points as you possibly can because with this defense, you you know, I mean, look what happened. I mean, look what happened from like the third quarter and, and on. I mean, they were playing very conservative at, at at you know at the end of the game, and look what happened. Bit them in the ass, and they they fucking lost. I mean, another embarrassing loss, you know, to this team. So, yeah, I would actually definitely kick the field goal one hundred percent. So short week for the Bears. Um, we'll see if Chase Claypool is on the team. They said he's this, not. He won't. Oh yeah, after the week. Yeah, I mean we'll we'll see it because he's not. He, he didn't play. He's not playing. The th- I think the funniest thing was Iberflus taking twenty questions on Chase Claypool today for over six minutes, and he just could have been like, "Yeah, he was a distraction. He's not with the team." Talk to Brian Poles about his status. Like that, I don't know if you guys heard any of those press conference, but it made me want to bash my head against the table. Listen to him talk. I can't. I can't anymore. He's he's reached levels of Trustman and Nagy for me when they talk. Like he he's worse. Matt Nagy, at yeah. least. I mean, Matt Nagy was he refused to take accountability 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 for himself, but at least he was like honest with, with reporters. Matt Eberflus like just doesn't understand how to answer a question i had the tweet out there where like courtney cronin asked him why and he he was like shocked he was like uh uh like he had no idea how to answer a random like why was chase claypool gone from the team and so yeah man i mean we could bum of the week chase claypool all we want if this goes to a bigger ryan poles decision um but yeah dude it, it sucks that like he just can't even answer questions he 
Eberflus sucks. So yeah, so next next uh, when we do the bumcast on Monday, we'll have obviously some bears. But I want to talk next week. I really want to break down like who you guys really think is in charge for this team because it doesn't seem like Kevin Warren and Poles are, you know, taking the reins of this and just letting Eberflus run wild with this nonsense. So I want to talk about that next week. But um, let's hope that the Bears can at least show some signs of life against the Commanders. They have a better defense, so. We'll see what happens, but um, it's it's going to be another rough week, boys. It's it, two losses in a week is gonna is gonna stink. So it's going to be a rough prime season. Time. Yeah, prime yeah time. rough season. All right, uh, Peter, you had a question of the week, so hit us. Yeah, so Dougie, you know what I was going to talk about because this came from uh, the Pinwheels and Ivy podcast last week. They were talking breakfast foods, and we were all in the trust tree, and we were tweeting and or commenting away. And I had the comment that, and this might go to all of my, uh, I might get disowned. My heritage is going, but I said that chilaquiles are the most overrated breakfast food out there. It's basically having soggy nachos for breakfast. Um, even the best chilaquiles are mid. There's so many more breakfast foods that are better. So my question to you guys, and I understand it's not, it's a, it's not a it, it's a hot take but i stand by it so my question to you guys is what is a food hot take that would surprise people i i, I can't believe you said that's mid they're I, mid dude. <laughs> it, dude, out of all of the breakfast sandwich no. like i can name a hundred better breakfast foods than chilaquiles they're soggy ass nachos give me regular breakfast nachos actual breakfast nachos no i, I agree too man I'm not a big fan of it is either. I'm Hell sorry, yeah, Johnny. So my no. DS, my I, DS are gonna I, well, kick our just ass. Real quick, but real quick is it's probably gonna be a hot take. It's not. It's not like anything as far as um, a breakfast hot take. It's more of just something that I, I feel like this is uh, a cure for a hangover. It's more of a drink. It's a Bloody Mary. I I I can't do it, man. I, I, I don't. Oh I don't, man, I, uh, you're a baby. You're, you're, no, oh fuck! But you're saying all this other stuff too. Yeah, no, yeah. fuck it, man. No, I'm not a, I'm a Bloody Mary fan at all. I, I just don't. I, I, I love breakfast. I, I love like having an omelet or a breakfast sandwich or whatever. But Bloody Mary stuff, man. Tomato juice and all that. Get the fuck out of here, man. I'm not. A, I'm not a big fan of it. Nah, dude. You need a. You need a Bloody Mary. You need a Michelada after uh, after uh, whiskey at Comiskey. The Bloody Mary hits. Yeah, it's like a it's, rainforest in there. Like when I fucking <laughs> drink it, they have all that shit in there. Like fuck that, no. Jason, well, I want to hear well, yours because I feel well, like I've been personally well, attacked is, with the last two. Yeah, <laughs> Dougie's eyes, Dougie's eyes just lit up like freaking. Well, I think, I think everybody knows what mine is because I I tweeted it out during the great debate and I got roasted for it too. But I'm out on PB and J sandwiches. Well, I mean, what a, you're crazy, dude. I mean, out of all these no, hot takes, crazy, I think mine are the most PB and J, no. man, that's like an American staple. Yeah, no, I don't. There's do other it. none like crunchy peanut butter or no, not not a peanut butter guy, not a jelly guy. Damn, uncrustable. Yeah, don't do it. <sighs> No, if 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 when Luke does the uncrustable toss, if I if I catch one, I give it to someone sitting next to me. I don't do the, I don't do any of the jellies. Damn, this is shocking, Dougie. What? 
Dougie's leaving. Dougie's like, I can't wait to get out of here. He's gonna be on vacation for two weeks. He's like, leave these motherfuckers behind, these dumb dumbs. Oh, immediately, like just after you said that, when you're like, hey, if I catch one on crossbow, I'm giving it to somebody else. You ain't gotta worry about that shit. Baloney's stealing that shit from you. He fucking cooks my crustable. He just he totally body checked me <laughs> to steal my incrustable uh, man i was i was um, hoping for the moment there but so um, yeah so what was this go. remember you you flashed a titty for an incrustable that was just for the love of the game i did that was you jason maybe me you game you get yeah did i do a half titty or full titty or both it was, a, it, it was a one titty it was at the okay. Sox game this season that was just for the love I, of the I game, do, then, huh? I do not remember flashing a titty for an incrustable, but I I wouldn't say I, I I wouldn't say that I that's a like something out of my realm. That's called you know, a good I, time. Uh, All right. I mean, I, if, if if it was if it was like in my interest, I'd probably like turn around booty cheek for for an incrustable or something, you know? Casey's breakfast pizza. Yes, that's good stuff. It's good stuff. Uh, all right, Dougie, hit us. What do you What do you got? All right. Um, so mine's a uh, campfire classic. I do not like s'mores. Don't care for yeah. S'mores. Fuck s'mores. I'm with you, Dougie. Fuck s'mores. Yeah. But hold on a second. Here's Here's my caveat. I fucking love s'mores pop tarts. Fucking love really? them. I will okay. eat. I will. I will eat those cold. I'll just grab them yeah. right out of the fridge and eat a a cold like s'mores pop tart. But campfire ones s'mores. Yeah. Schmorsh, schmorsh, little schmickle, little schmickle schmorsh. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, the graham crackers, all right, but then you've got regular Hershey's chocolate. Who the fuck eats regular milk chocolate Hershey's? That thing is like the middest of fucking chocolate bars. It's terrible. Okay, so whenever I am forced to do it, little pro tip: I take a Reese's peanut butter cup and marshmallow. Ooh. Yeah. That wow. that sounds awesome. That's different. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So it's more the Hershey's that you have a problem with, and not the s'mores itself. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. But I mean, classically, everybody does it with Hershey's. So. Yeah. No s'more. I love s'mores. Uh, Julie, Scarlett, we do s'mores a lot. I mean, they're the best. So I mean, we we should put this poll out, and and see out of our four takes. What is, which one's the worst or best? I don't know. However you want to phrase it. I'll, I'll, I'll probably get I'll, once Luke gets hold of it, he's gonna fucking like have a aneurysm or something. <laughs> about I don't know. I mean, butter. like, so I I got suspended for cheering for Team Mexico over Team USA, but this guy says that he doesn't like chilaquiles, and it's okay. Yeah, I, didn't I mean, say, I, I I didn't say it was okay. <laughs> Um, oh, you know what, Dougie? I'll, I'll speak of suspensions here because yeah, um, we're gonna get to Dougie's. You might as well just spill the beans, Dougie, because we're gonna fight. <laughs> so right. you, I, I we forgot to we I forgot to bring this up when uh, we were talking bears earlier. Um, you said you had a theory on Taylor Swift, so yeah, yeah, I have a total theory on this whole thing, and it probably maybe isn't even like a crazy theory, but we're all wrestling fans. I think this is all work. I don't believe the relationship at all. I think this is literally just using Taylor Swift. I believe the NFL is paying Taylor Swift money to come to these games. 
I think maybe it might be a convenient friendship or something like that. I do not for one second believe that this is going to be a long-standing relationship at all. She may do a diss track, and then all of a sudden, next thing you know, it's going to be about the NFL. But if you look at all of the ratings on TV and everything like that, the ratings were going up. Jersey sales are going up for Kelsey. It People are making custom jerseys with Swifty on the back. It's all about that. Now, with that being said, Travis Kelsey is scoring sixes on and off the field. That's all I'm going to say about oh, that. Oh, cancel Dougie. Yeah. What a it. terrible take. <laughs> Ooh, man, this but, is a bad show but, for... Uh... You're you're but, lucky you're you're going out the country for for two weeks because if you if once yeah. once Swifties once Swifties hear a clip because Peter's got to clip this now and tweet it out to the interwebs, you might get hunted down, this- dude. You might not make your trip. Yeah, Big Cat's you getting canceled today because of his Swift you know take. What? They might actually might listen to it and be like, "Holy shit, we're getting played by Big NFL." Because they are. They're getting played by Bing NFL. Big NFL. That's Taylor Swift's bigger than the whole NFL combined. I, I they need her more that, than she needs them. That's right. Oh, totally. That's why, that's why she said, fuck you for the halftime show. Yeah. She, yes, she don't need this bullshit. I, she said, fuck you to the halftime show, but she said, pay me and I'll come make a couple appearances. Boost up them numbers. Yeah. Roger Goodell's sliding that money on the side. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I mean, this, this is not the worst take I've heard out of all the terrible takes the last three weeks if you want to hear more taylor swift talk i know sam reeves is in the comments i did a uh talking out of talking out of my ass with sam reeves and a stoop kid uh and i talked all about taylor swift's ex-boyfriends one of which will probably be travis kelsey and i've got you 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 mentioned the diss track dougie i didn't get to talk about it on his podcast i've got five possible titles for the Travis Kelsey diss track that will be coming. My first one was uh, CTE, and then in parentheses, it's cruel tight end. I thought that might happen. <laughs> um, arrowhead to my heart is another possible one. Fumbled is an easy one. KC, KCU later. Or find a new slant route. <laughs> you know what's funny? No, what you... When she eventually does come out with that song, you're gonna know immediately it's about Kelsey. It's not. It's not gonna be like, oh, who's she talking about there? Who's that one about? You'll know. Your big dumb find mustache. <laughs> find a new not slot dumb. receiver would have been better. That. Um, yeah, that 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 you'll know for sure. Then, so, and then also, I can't wait for like the 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 sneaky passive aggressive like Brittany Mahomes disses too. Oh, oh yeah, those are gonna yeah. be good, Dougie. I thought right. I thought we were gonna fight for real. This that wasn't too bad, except for the the whole no. the whole six thing is gonna be a problem for you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, it's the end of the show, guys. You know what time of that means? It's time to bum and MVP some people. Film me. I'm Instagram famous. You fucking bum. <laughs> I think he's a bum. I think he's an absolute bum. You're a real crumb bum. You're training like a damn bum, you know that? Bum. A bum. Bum. <laughs> bum. That's so good. All right. Uh, Johnny, why don't you start us off today? Yeah. So um, <clears throat> I'm going to go with my uh, MVP, uh, MVB first. 
Um, and it's Artie. Artie, I got to hang out with them before the game on, on Friday. Um, I actually had a couple of empty hours uh, before because I had to go to a wedding. That's why if anybody saw that picture with me and Artie and everybody else, I was in a suit. So I had to go to a wedding. So um, I met up with them over at Corks, had a couple of drinks with them, just, just shooting the shit. And then Saturday, um, you know, he wanted we were talking about sexually on Friday. He wanted to go see the, the, the Canelo fight. So shout out Alexis for getting that uh, VIP table for us as well, too, at Vintage as well, too. So we got to see the fight and, you know, enjoy with a bunch of White Sox Twitter uh, people. So it was definitely a good time just hanging out with him and everybody else. But, yeah, shout out Artie, man. Like he came and, you know, obviously I know he hung out the 108 as well, too, uh, for those two days that he was here. So just awesome time with him. Uh, very down earth guy. So and obviously everybody met him as well, too, um, on both either, either Friday or Saturday. So definitely like nothing but good things to say about Artie. So, um, and then my, uh, what a bum is, uh, I'm gonna have to pull this up over here is Kurt Schilling. Um, I don't know if you guys saw this, uh, Kurt Schilling on his, uh, podcast, uh, revealed that Tim Wakefield had been diagnosed with brain cancer and he was sending his thoughts and prayers to the wake family and all that. Uh, that's something that he should have shared because that was none of his business to share um, out there in the world because the Red Sox um, issued a statement um, out there saying that the Red Sox issued the following statement with permission from Tim and Stacey Wakefield that uh, we are aware of the statements and inquiries about the health of Tim and Stacey Wakefield. Unfortunately, this information has been shared publicly without their permission. And it kind of goes on with all that. Um, obviously, uh, Tim Wakefield did pass away. Uh, last week. So thoughts and prayers to him and his family because Tim Wakefield, he was probably one of the best knuckleball uh, pitchers I've ever seen um, as I seen in, in my time. So, um, but yeah, Kurt Schilling, I mean, it's not, it's, it's not your place to, to go and say something when it, nobody told you to go and say that, you know, I mean, this is personal business and you should be going and saying something that just because maybe you were, uh, or you guys were teammates at, at one time uh, gives you the right to go ahead and say, you know, something very personal. Um, so definitely. And Kurt Schilling's a fucking dick, you know, I mean, I mean, he basically is. So um, he's my, what about man? No, it's a great right. call. Noted scumbag. Yeah. Kurt Schilling. Yeah. 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 Um, funny. That was actually one of the topics that was offered on TMZ last week. And I was like, I'm not touching that one because I might go off a little bit. So, um, <laughs> you I was, I, was I, I want all the Taylor Swift and Kelsey topics to go. talk about. So smart, uh, smart, Dougie, you're up next. All right, uh, I don't have a bum. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna bum work real quick. Hell yeah, yeah. bum, Fuck bum yeah. that pipe. Yeah. Fuck them holes. Yeah, yeah, they suck. Um, but MVB, I'm gonna MVB my wife. 13 years of marriage. She's awesome. She puts up with my shit. And uh, yeah, so she's my MVB, my forever MVB. So cheers. Hell yeah. Good cheers, job. Dougie. Cheers to you, Dougie. I don't have any alcohol, but cheers to you and Mary. Thank you, All right, Peter, you. what do you got? Uh, I got a couple MVBs. Um, obviously, just like Dougie, it was my wedding anniversary. So 12 years. We're right behind you. We're catching up. Yeah. So, Julie, uh, <laughs> I had a hell of a time in Vegas. Speaking cheers, of cheers. Vegas, Wally and Pete, we talked about in the beginning of the show, but I mean, all of that wouldn't have happened without Aloha Mr. Hand and Wally Money. So uh, I appreciate them greatly um, getting us those tickets. Um, 
it was awesome. It was a great time away from the kids, and uh, and now we're uh, we're excited for more vacations. To tell you the truth, we 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 hadn't been gone for a while, so now like we came back and. And now I'm like, all right, where are we going next? They're like, you forget, like, you kind of need the recharge. We've just been grinding and grinding and grinding that, like, now it's like, oh, I'm looking forward to the next vacation. Nice. So I, before, happy anniversary, first and foremost, but how was the, how was the stadium? I didn't even get a chance oh, to ask Oh, man. You. Dude, I talked to Pete and Wally about it. It just makes you wonder what Arlington Heights can be. Because that yeah. stadium was so cool. I mean, it's like a spaceship. They call it like okay. it's almost like the Death Star. They call it the Death Star. It looks like uh, yeah, right. like something out of Star Wars. But the amenities. Um, so they have like I think they have some. Um, they just started doing it this year in Soldier Field, but I haven't been to a game this year. But like they have the the you know like the express walkways for beer. So like you just scan your card, grab whatever you want, and leave, and you get Hell charged. Yeah because it's like facial recognition yeah it's so fast like you can get as many beers or chips or whatever you want and you're in and out like the technology is crazy and then i checked my phone i'm like i want to make sure i get charged for whatever this is and it was right on so uh just little things like that they had like a live band playing music in between commercial breaks like just a bunch of different things that like yeah, you you go back to Soldier Field and I'm like, fuck, this sucks. So yeah, do they have awesome. do they have an announcer going, "Bear down, it's bear down," and then the the bear raid siren that like you know when you're hungover on a Sunday <laughs> afternoon, like fuck, man, like this thing sucks. They love the siren. They love the DJ horn, and they have they love, they love the annoying announcer at the Bears games. I. Yeah, they need Dude, to that announcer. That we don't, we've never really talked about it on the show, but I I follow him. Uh, Tim Sinclair is his name. He does like all of the besides Gene Honda. He does the fire games, the 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 Illini games, Bears games, uh, Bulls games. He doesn't do Hawks, but I think he like part times for the Hawks too. Like he's got a, like a freaking monopoly, and he sucks. Yeah. Like he's annoying as shit. I don't understand how they keep hiring this guy. Yeah, yeah. Gene, Not a fan. Gene Honda does for the Hawks, so. Yes, so so Gene Hanna does for the Hawks and obviously the Sox, but like I think yes. whenever whenever Gene can't do the Blackhawks, then they, okay. they have Tim Sinclair do it. I'm like he does everything and he he's not good. He's he's not, not good. good. Uh, uh, what else my, you got, Peter? Anything? One one last uh, MVB, Bruhan Luke. Um, I forgot to pick up my burly bobblehead on the game on Saturday. We were there all all basically all more or all afternoon at night. So I texted him on Sunday. He picked it up for me. So I appreciate uh I appreciate. Bruhan Luke. And then my bum of the week is not only this dumb son of a bitch, but anyone that's doing this currently. So I'm going to play a video for you guys. It's not Justin Fields' fault. We saw that today, this last. Like the fact that you're not only that, yeah, like you're obviously doing this to go viral. Dougie, you had a great point. So it's, yeah, I'll, I'll let you take that. it away. So if you look at the jersey, it has already been thrown in the fire. There's ash all over it. So play it one more time so everybody can see the ash that's all over this thing.
so clearly they did it and then we're like oh shit we should make a video of this you know and that fuck that shit man i mean burning burning jerseys is like one of the dumbest fucking things besides aaron hernandez and lebron james because fuck lebron james uh, (laughs) between those two guys like you know what it's just stupid fucking shit it's a stupid practice yeah I don't know who that guy is, but I hate him. I hate everything about yeah. him. I hate his dumb lead dungarees. I hate his stupid <laughs> black gym shoes, his barstool Trent glasses, and everything else he stands for. <laughs> Fuck that guy. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna take us home. I'm gonna start with uh, my my bums here. Uh, my first bum is a quick one. It would have been last week's bum, but we weren't on there. You guys all seen this? It's Julia Carla with her stupid fucking FBI tweet. You know, tweet that she's calling the. We all saw this. It's it's asinine. She's just a bum for thinking that she can just call up the FBI and they'll be like, "Yes, Julie, we will tell you immediately all about the potential FBI raid that may or may not have happened at Hallis Hall." And fuck out of here with that shit. So, um, my my second uh, bum of the week is Peter. What? Yeah, you. Because after you beat me in fantasy last week you just happened to go have to go broadcast that to every on the interwebs like no no one cares about our fantasy league and no one cares about that you beat me in fantasy i was two and oh i beat johnny a couple weeks ago i didn't go broadcast that i keep i keep my wins humble man and you had to go showboat one win in your first win in fantasy my finger slipped i said that in the tweet i said this was an accident i apologize for it also, that was such a clean and concise ass kicking. I thought it would do some good. I thought I thought it would motivate you for this week. You got your ass kicked again, motherfucker. Yeah, no, Diggs, Diggs kicked my fucking ass. <laughs> so yeah, Fuck I apologize. My fingers slipped. Yeah, your fingers slipped. So does my bourbon closet lock accidentally. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> um, but my uh, my MVB, and it's a story that I, I want to tell. Uh, real quick um, from the Bourbon Trail. And my MVB is, her name is Raven, and she's a rep for Michter's. And I met her a couple a couple months ago at a Michter's tasting at Malloy's in Glen Ellen. And I introduced myself. I told her that we do some single barrel picks for CD Liquors and that we were heading down to the Bourbon Trail. She gave me her card. She told me to reach out to her when we get closer to our date. And uh, you know, I told her that last time we went, we tried to go to the bar at, at their at their distillery. They have a nice little cocktail bar up on their second floor, but it's very small and exclusive. You can't. We had a group of eight. Our party was too big. We couldn't go into that, so we didn't get a chance to go to the bar. So we only had six this time. And I, when I reached out to her, I said, "Hey, is there any way you could get us a, uh, a reservation at the at the bar for six people? We'll be down there around like like five ish." And she's like, yeah, I got you. I got your reservation. And the first round is on me. And I was like, oh, awesome. I appreciate it. It's very nice. Then I went I went for the kill shot and I said, you know, hey, by the way, um, I know you guys drop allocated bourbons uh, every day. Is there any chance that there was something out that, on that Thursday that we could potentially buy? And she goes, absolutely. I'll hold back a few bottles for you guys. Hell Yeah. Very nice here. So we go in there. I give the, I tell the girl my my name that Raven hooked us up with a reservation at the bar. 
they treated us like royalty out there, man. Like this girl, like wanted to go so above and beyond. She got us, us like she got us all at the bar reservations, and we're having our drinks. She comes up to us a few minutes later, and she's like, "You know what, Peter? Don't pull up the mailman jacks when I'm middle of story time here, okay?" Hey, I forget. <laughs> I, f- I forget. You get distracted. I'm sorry. Yeah, don't do that. And mailman Jack, fuck you. Um, so. As we're sitting there having drinks, the girl comes up to us and she's like, hey, so what bottles are you guys looking for? And we tell her and she's like, here's your I'll take care of you guys. So we she pulled a bunch of bottles for us that were behind the shelf. And then she comes back later, a couple minutes later, and she's like, you know, we feel like we didn't do enough for you guys already. Like we have a little bit of bourbon left in our in our barrel. How would you guys like to do a bottle of your own Fort Nelson Reserve? And we're like absolutely and my one buddy didn't want to do it so peter got the rewards for the extra yeah. bottle that wasn't you know so we all, we all got to go back there and tap our own bottle it was a cool experience we go to close out our tab they comp the entire tab Holy at the bar they and then as we're leaving to go pay for our bottles they had little gift bags for us with some merch a glass some pin it was like unbelievable experience like Damn. all we did was go in there and pay for bottles all because this one mictor rep like put my name on the list and told them take care of these guys so yeah. my mvb is to raven it's to mictors it's to uh michelle who was the uh the girl down there in uh at the distillery they fucking treated us like royalty and that did not top any other distillery that we went to that whole weekend so uh, Raven Mictors, thank you so much for all the things you guys did for us. You are my MVBs uh, this week, and thank you, thank you for that, all that you did. So, hell yeah, that's great sound, experience. Uh, that sounded awesome. So, uh, yeah, yeah, shout out Raven because yeah, I got to reap a little bit of that benefit. So, thank yeah, you, you did. Um, yep. Before we end, I, I think it's a consensus, all four of us. We want to thank everyone that came out to Whiskey at Comiskey all season long. Yeah. Obviously, this last one once again. The 108 guys, Lawrence's Fish and Shrimp, CD Discount li- Liquor is now Spring Green, Valley. Green, Green, Green Valley. Valley. Green I'm Valley. sorry. Um, and literally everyone in the comments, everyone that met us up during the White Sox season, um, like I said earlier in the show, we've, we feel like we were the new kids on the block, and we appreciate everyone's support from Herb and Matt Zawoski and everyone else. Um, the season sucked, but as a whole, the tailgates, the games, the watch parties, everything else, like like those are memories we've made forever. So we appreciate yep. everyone. Yep. We love you all. We'll be back next Monday. Uh, hopefully you guys survived the Bears week. Baseball's over, so we don't have to worry about that anymore. Or we get at least a little uh, relief from that for the next few months. Uh, but, guys, thanks so much for joining us. We'll be back next Monday. Have a good week. Dougie, have a good trip. Thank you, Dougie.